to the Hacking Your Health podcast with Ben Kenning and Dave Kennedy. Two guys heading out to hack body, mind, business, and beyond. We are here to provide a single source, bullshit-free guide to understanding your body and how you can live better for longer. What's up? Welcome back, everybody. I am an overstimulated and excited Ben Canning. I'm Dave Kennedy, I, I, I think. You definitely I, mean, I know are. I'm Dave I Kennedy, but I'm... A tanned. A tanned. I am a tanned, tanned Dave Kennedy. Dave yes. Kennedy. Yes. It's amazing. <laughs> this is like, Hacking Your Health podcast. Yes, this is Hacking Your Health. It's going to be crazy <laughs> today. Sorry. Uh, so Ben just had a late night uh, uh, serving of caffeine. So No, I have had... Okay, so full disclosure, I've had too much caffeine and too many other stimulants today so this plus i've been talking quite a lot like i recorded that training video for the client group and i've been on three calls back to back so i've been talking quite a lot so i feel like i have a lot to give here yeah i think you do too strap yourself in in, boys and girls uh ben canning is going to be a wild one today (laughs) (laughs) right what's going on with you man how are you well, listen, uh, a lot actually happening. Uh, so I had a major cook-off yesterday um, at the Trusted Tech headquarters. I spent uh, three full days cooking a whole bunch of meats. Uh, so I had, Is that why you haven't texted me in three days? Just, listen, I've been busy. Like, right? I've been texting What are you talking about? What are you talking about? <laughs> no, I've been texting. Um, but I, but I, uh, it's just not our normal 500 texts. It's only been like 150 yeah. to 200 texts. Yeah. So, you know, it's a... Uh, and the majority um, of them have just been like food pictures? Like, yeah. <laughs> but... Uh, the uh, great, I, I cooked um, like fifty pounds of pork shoulder. I cooked uh, 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 ten full racks of of, of um, ribs, and I did uh, a whole bunch of chicken wings. Which next time you're here, by the way, we didn't really um, get to do it last time, but I definitely want to smoke some meats for you and uh, get you the true American experience when you're here next time and around. But uh, it went good. We had like over 150 people show up, and uh, it literally was nothing other than hang out, eat meats. And then my wife um, surprised me with a uh, a cake, a forty year cake. So my forty year birthday is in a couple of days, um, which uh, you know. How does it feel? How does it feel to look forty when you're twenty eight, but look twenty eight when you're forty? Yes, like that's exactly how I feel. I feel the best I ever have my entire life. Forty is just a number for me. I can give two shits. Like I I don't care about that number. I feel great. I feel wonderful. The best shape I've ever been in my entire life, and I'm only going up from here. Um, so it's like one of those things, although I'll tell you, I was at orange theory today and uh, I'm like, shit, why do I, why am I so slow? Why am I so sore? Like my calves are sore. I'm like, oh yeah, I did legs day yesterday. Cause I was off by a day. So, um, cause I had to do legs on Sunday and then I did legs yesterday. So I'm like exhausted, um, as far as all of that's going. So anyways, uh, but good, good workout regardless, but everything else is going good. I got my tan, uh, spray tan done yesterday for the very first time. So if you're on the YouTube uh, side, you're going to notice a much more tan uh, Dave Kennedy. And I'll tell you, uh, we talked about this before on the podcast around going to a gym and having that like fear and anxiety of doing something new and going to a gym and not feeling like you belong in those types of things. I absolutely had that yesterday uh, going in and getting a spray tan done because, you know, first of all, obviously talk to my wife about it and everything else. We're going out to Vegas next week. So I wanted to have like a little bit of a tan for that and um, all that good stuff. And Aaron's coming out with me as well. So she'll, she'll be out there with me. Uh, and so I'm sitting in the parking lot and I'm just texting Ben and I'm just like, shit, man, like, 
I'm so nervous. I'm like, like I got to go and get a spray tan. Like, do they actually have dudes that go and do this? Like, am I just like an outlier? Is this weird? Like, you know, is this a social norm thing? I don't know. So I'm like, I sat in the car probably for like an extra 20 minutes waiting to go inside because I didn't want to go in. And honestly, it was the most painless thing I've ever gone. She's like, yep, cool. Go back here. Here's what's going to happen. You know, um, obviously I had to drop down to my underwear, which is a little unusual. Um, but then I did two coats. I think what was the last time you did? You had like 37 coats done. <laughs> no, seven. I did seven. seven. <laughs> but I was actually thinking this whenever you were texting me. So it's like, for me, in that situation, it was quote unquote normal because I was surrounded by people who did it and I was having conversations about it because I did it specifically for a photo shoot. So yeah. somebody talked me through the process somebody else was doing there was two other people who were doing a photo shoot with me at the same time the place that i went to is so my friend ali's wife owns a salon so okay. there's a lot of things that were like yes i did perfect feel like alignment I be there yeah yeah i felt like i shouldn't be there but it was okay because there was somebody that i knew there was that sort of like i walked in and like everybody stopped and like looked at and then but there was a lot of things that sort of made me feel a little bit more comfortable. Like, and maybe this isn't a comfort thing. I had been there two days before to get my legs waxed. Whole different story. Um, <laughs> I can honestly say I've never done that. <laughs> wouldn't recommend it. So there was a whole different, like I had, I felt okay, but it was like normal. I was like, I was thinking about you whenever you were texting me. I was like, there's so many things going through his head here. Yeah. About like what to expect. Like yeah. I, had, I had an idea of what I was getting into, but you just did not. So it, and I would like to say, like, you definitely trusted me in the things that I said. I could have told you anything. Yeah. I could be like, yes, you need to do this. You bring one of these with you and don't forget this. And you I did exactly that. I did, so, like, I went and got, like, the I got the little pad that you scrape, scrape all your old skin off, right? I did that. Yeah. And then yeah. I put exfoliator on beforehand. And then, you know, uh, you know, nice and nice and exfoliated, I guess. I don't know what the hell that means. I, yeah. I had yeah. no idea what I was getting uh, uh, with the nail polish. So I <laughs> bought some, like, clear nail polish. But it's, like, a gel that you have to, like... I don't know. Like I read the directions. I'm like, I have no fucking idea what any of this means. So like I threw it away. And then, so like, um, so I didn't do the nail, the nail polish, uh, idea, but I'll have to do that next time for sure. But like I said, it was uh really easy, simple. And the best part about it was there was literally nobody in there except for the front desk person. So like, it made it much more calmer. Cause I didn't have to like, you know, like, like, what, why are you here getting a spray tan? Like you, that's, sit, that's sit in a waiting room. Yeah. Stuff, not, not making eye contact with anybody as you look at it, but, uh, no, it was, uh, it was totally fine. And then I'll tell you, uh, you know, I, I obviously have a very big issue tanning. Like I just burn, 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 burn as hard as I try Like I'll spend hours in the sun and try to get a tan and just burn. So it's always been a, an issue to me from having a fair skin perspective. I would tell you having a tan, obviously it being a fake tan, but having a tan is crazy. Like, like it's like, wow, I dropped like somehow dropped like 20, 30 pounds. I can see my visible abs like crazy. They're popping and I look like jacked as hell. So like just that small amount of difference of skin color made such a huge impact of like my total physique. It was insane. I couldn't even believe it. Like I was like checking myself out in the mirror and Aaron's like, are you seriously checking yourself? I'm like, I have a tan now. Come on. Look, look at this. Look at this. You see this? She's like, I do. It looks great. But like, it's kind of weird that you've been like here for like an hour in the, you know, I was not that long, but uh, it was, it was, it was an interesting experience. But yes, it, <laughs> it makes night and day difference. It does. You know what I mean? Like the, you're bigger and you're leaner and that's why it's such a big thing in the industry and the things that, that I did before. So yeah, there's a lot, a lot to be said. I might do this more regularly sure. to be honest with you. I'm thinking about doing this on a more regular basis. I don't know about like a weekly basis or whatever, but like, you know, maybe like once or twice a month or something like that would be a good balance or something. I don't know. 
Well, we'll see. I'll notice because you'll be tan and you're taking photos, so I'll get to see whether you're doing it or not. Did you see, did you see the picture, did you see the picture I, I sent you? <laughs> Can we talk about why you were wearing a blonde wig? So, so uh, just to break it down a little bit, so uh, every week we have check-in photos with Ben, and you know it's it's always great to to look at progress photos as you're going through. So my you know week zero, week one, all the way to whatever week we're on now. And um, I was actually cleaning up the back area um, of where I take my photos at because there's like some uh, um, you know like towels and stuff like that. So I was making it clean. So I got, you know obviously got to have a presentable background for Ben when I'm taking my my check-in photos. And I noticed there was like there's always this green um, envelope there that I always thought was Aaron's, and apparently it was mine. And I ordered a uh, some Thor hair because I was going to go for Thor for Halloween last year, but Halloween never happened. So I had this Thor wig just basically sitting there uh, for a long time. So I put the put my Thor wig on for my check-in photos uh, along with my tan. I'll tell you, it actually looked really good. I'm like, I really wish I could grow out like long flowy hair like this because I look pretty good in it. I and I'd be tan. And, and be tan. <laughs> and, yeah, I'm like, oh shit, this is awesome. So I might just start wearing a Thor wig um, and, and see if anybody notices. But uh, yeah, it was, it was, you know, it's actually got interesting. I'm like, you know, trying to get out of my, you know, try to get out of my, my shoulders and put it in the back, you know, get it nice and nice and long and, you know, in a perfect, perfect, you know, and then, and then actually do the check-in photo. So you'll see later today about my, my Thor hair. So. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks. Thanks. For that. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> How are you doing, dude? Uh, you know what? I'm doing really fucking good like really good i just so let's talk I mean, let's talk about your sleep about by the way um what do you want to know well i've been getting some late night texts from you and you know like late night your night or late night late my night, night my night which is late night for you like real late for you you haven't been sleeping very no, well no, you haven't that, been sleeping very well that, you've been getting early morning texts from me which are late night for you so i've been getting up okay at 20 past four okay to get work done. Okay. So, okay. All right. I was, I was making I'm sure not, I'm just checking in on you, making sure you're getting your sleep. All right. Cause you know, I'm still not getting a lot of sleep because I'm getting up early, but what I'm trying to do is, is reset myself back to getting up early and getting stuff done because I'm finding that because I'm getting up slightly later, I almost like feel like I have to work later. Whereas if I get up in the morning, I can get like four or five times the amount of work done in that space in the morning. So I don't feel as much pressure later on in the day or like in the evening to get worked on or go back to work after dinner or whatever. So I've just been sort of trying to reset myself into that. Um, so yes, I appreciate it, but they're not late night for me. I was just getting up early. Uh, okay. But yes, right. apart from that, things are good. I mean, I, like I said, I've been speaking quite a lot today. Um, I recorded that training, which was a bit of a funny one. And the main thing that I want you and everybody else who's listening to get from it is, and we can have a conversation about this, the the first slide in it was how you do one thing is how you do everything. And this is something that somebody said to me as you go, can't remember who it was, what the context was, but it's something that stuck with me. And the reason that I brought it up in the training is whenever we talk about discipline and whenever we talk about everything that we talk about, it literally comes down to that one thing. And I said before, you know, whenever I put it to you, I probably did say this to you whenever we first spoke, it was whenever your training and your nutrition are in line, everything else falls in line with it. But that comes back to that exact thing of how you do one thing is how you do everything. So whenever you're disciplined with your training, you're disciplined with your time, you're disciplined with work, you're disciplined with your finances, like all these things sort of fall into line. So I enjoyed doing that training. Then I had three onboarding calls back to back, oh which is always exciting because it's these people who are like at the very, you imagine whenever we had ours, like the very start of the journey, it's like all this overwhelm of like, what the fuck am I going to do? What's going to happen here? And like sort of bring them back down to, to your level. 
And the one thing that I will say, one of the guys, and I know who he is listening, had my calendar open since December last year and didn't book the call until like two weeks ago. So putting that off for that amount of time, think about how far on you could have been. So if somebody's listening and Seven that's months. you. Yeah. Six months. Like imagine the shit that you could have done <laughs> in, that, in that amount of time. Yep. So if you're that person and keep opening the calendar or whatever, just fucking book the call. Because number one, it's not scary as you think it's going to be. And number two, time goes fast. Like we're into August on Monday. So like get the shit done. Yeah. You know, the, the, the prioritization aspect, I think, is one of the hardest things for people to buy off on. You know, you, you hear commonly like, why does it suck to go to the gym so often? But I just saw a post from somebody on social media um, around, and, and I'll, I'll get the name here in a second, but I, it's just escaping me. Um, but, uh, she had talked about how, uh, the gym started feeling like it was just it, uh, an awesome thing to go to. Now she was feeling rewarded by it and it had taken months for her to get there. Oh, the switch. Yes. yes the switch, yes, right. Yes, the, yeah, the flip yeah, between, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, the, the gym feeling like a chore versus the gym feeling like it's, you're doing yeah. something great. Right. Um, and that's very different. Like, you know, but the prioritization around that is a whole different aspect, right? When you look at prioritization in your life. We're all freaking busy. We all have life, right? We all have kids or whatever. We have our jobs. Maybe we're just starting our career. Maybe we're late in our career. Maybe we're older and we're just setting our routines. Maybe we're younger and we're setting our routines in a different way. You know, we all have a busy life and it's busy because that's how life is. But like the thing is, is that, you know, I, I got asked uh, most recently, uh, I was on a Facebook message uh, around career advice and this individual had said, hey, listen, I'm getting hit from all angles at my job. And I'm finding that I'm working till 9, 10, 11 o'clock at night, and I just can't keep it all done. And it's just, I'm just overwhelmed with the amount of, of people coming to me for things that I need to get done that I have to do. And I said back to him, I said, listen, I run two companies, not in comparison to you. I mean, my life is just as busy as yours is versus somebody else's, but there's no way I could successfully run two businesses and get everything done. It's not possible. Uh, I would kill myself, you know, like, like destroy myself physically, mentally, everything else. And so I said, well, what I have to do is I have to take the top things that I think I can accomplish that day that are most important to complete, that are pressing items that I have to get done. And I don't do the rest of them. I don't, I don't, I just don't do the rest of them because I can't do it all. Right. If that's, you know, responding to a request or doing this, I I'm sorry, I don't have the time to do this. I, you know, um, you know, I just, I'm too, I'm too busy. So you, you have to figure out, and, and you have to figure out what's most important for your career, what's most important for your job, what's most important for your life and your family, what's most important for you personally, and prioritize those. And I, and I guarantee you, if you shave out the rest of the noise, you do have time to work out. You do have time to go to the gym. You do have time to eat nutritionally healthy. You do have time to go in and spend time for yourself to better yourself to live longer. And I think those are the, the principles that you have to look at in your life and say, we're all busy but I'm going to make time for myself uh, because I can't do everything. Right. And, you know, here's the thing when I'm at the gym, I still get stuff done. You know, we have cell phones, you know, and uh, so I, I, here's a funny story. Actually, there's something that I, I saw on a Facebook short uh, here recently. And it was a guy breaking down the science behind uh, how long you spend at the gym. Okay. And what he was saying is, listen, if you're going for muscle hypertrophy, strength, whatever it ends up being, if you um, let's just say you, you pause for a minute and then you do your next set versus pausing for three minutes and doing your next set, your three minute set is gonna be substantially stronger. And you're gonna get more out of your muscle by pausing a little bit of time in between. And for me, I always thought I was procrastinating, which I definitely was. 
but I was getting other things done at that time. So I would go and get a lift session in and then I'd go get an email done or I'd, you know, get some work done really quick, three minutes, you know, quick blocks, you know, two, three minutes in between. And then I'd go hit another set again, but my lifts would take, you know, hour and a half to two hours, but I'd get a ton of work done. Right. So I have maximized my time in the gym and at work because I'm able to take a little bit of pause in between there, but I'm also destroying my muscles even more, which is even an added benefit. So, you know, you figure out what works for you in your own type of life to accommodate the lifestyle that you need to be healthy, successful, and make this a more of a routine. So I think, you know, again, breaking it down, you have time. There's no question. It's actually funny you mentioned that because- Why is it my Jocko thing playing? Today. My Jocko thing's not playing. Did you hear it? I didn't hear it either. Oh my God. No Jocko today, everybody. Sorry. So it's funny. It's funny. Jocko's not here today. today. He has his own other podcast. Um, it's funny that you mentioned time because I was going to text you and say we should do one on time, but I think that what we're going to talk about is more fitting. But there were there's a couple of things that I'll Good. point out in terms of time. There it is. Good. There it is. There it is. He's back. Good. There it is. Loud. Loud. The first thing is, is yes, yes, yes. <laughs> like, like the first thing is the first thing is as I said, I started getting up earlier again because I know I'm more productive in that time, and that's about understanding myself and. I've been talking to Luke in the client group about it and he finds that he's more productive in the evening. So he knows that about himself and that's okay, but it's about understanding those things for yourself. The other thing is whenever I get up, there's a couple of things that I'll do that'll sort of get me ahead of the day. And whenever I feel like I'm ahead of the day, I actually get more stuff done. I'll go for a walk. I'll listen to podcasts at the same time. So I'll get 5,000 steps in. So it means at the end of the day, and this one comes back to discipline equals freedom. Whenever I have the discipline at the start of the day to go and get 5,000 steps in at a ridiculous hour when the sun's not up, I have the freedom later on the day not to have to worry about that. The other thing that I've touched on a couple of times with clients in the past week is this same conversation about time. Like when life gets busy, what do I do about my training? And it comes down to exactly what you said in terms of priorities. And I think oftentimes to people, people try and tag themselves on at the end, like, okay, right, this is work. This is this, this is this, this is this. And then I have like half an hour, 45 minutes for myself to get done here at the end of the day, which means that whenever all those busy, normal life things are going on and something else happens, the first thing to go is the thing that's on the bottom. So if you prioritize yourself higher up on that list, it shouldn't matter what else is going on because that's your time and it's a non-negotiable and you ditch all the stuff at the end of the day. The thing that you're saying as well, you know, to the guy with the Facebook message about overwhelm and you said about just you prioritizing the task. There's a book called Eat That Frog by- Eat That Brian Frog, is that what you said? Eat That Frog. So have you ever eaten a frog before? Um, it's like, mm, I yeah, have eaten frog's legs it. before, yeah, but I don't think- I was curious, I, that. yeah. Uh, I wasn't a fan. Yeah. It tastes like chicken, but I'm not a fan of it. How many grams of protein go in a frog? You might be out of here. Maybe we need need protein powder that's made out of frog's legs. It's a lot of frogs. How many many frogs would I have to eat to get 220 (laughs) grams of protein? Anyway, so the idea of the book is about eating a frog. It's super short. It's 21 chapters, but they're like... I I love those types of books. Those are my favorite. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, so easy to read. So the idea of it is that eat the frog at the start of the day. So the frog is your biggest, ugliest task and you get that done in the way. And it means that everything else that you quote unquote eat or have to Much do easier. throughout the rest of the day yeah. is more manageable. It's good, it's good so philosophy. That, yeah. the is great. A lot of times, you know, yeah, yeah. Eating frogs every morning. an analogy from here on out. You know, the, a, lot, a lot of things that I'll do, like <laughs> sometimes I'll, I'll do the exact opposite where I'll procrastinate with a very large thing and then it never gets done. 
because like I, you know, I never get to it yeah. because it's such a big task, but getting that knocked out in the morning, having that sense of, of relief that you don't have that anymore. And then from there, you know, knock out the rest of your day, the rest of the day seems really easy. And that's, it's actually a, a feeling that I had today where, um, you know, I had a bunch of meetings in the morning. I got orange theory done in the morning and I was like, you know, I'm going to go knock out my lift really quick so that I don't have to worry about my lift in the afternoon. I can just relax and get stuff done. And that's exactly what I did. Um, so I was able to get my lift in, you know, uh, pretty much ready to go for the rest of the day. And I can just chill and, you know, drink Starbucks. Um, hopefully not get in a car crash and it spills all over my window, but, um, you know, really enjoy the rest of the day and get, you know, my work and everything else uh, knocked out that I need to. So and not that the lift is a huge component, but it's a big component that I have to dedicate a lot of time to in order to accomplish it. And I looked at the rest of my day and I'm like, oh, you know, hey, I got a lot of stuff to do the rest of the day. So this is perfect. Yeah, and it just comes out, like you're saying about procrastinating stuff. I remember times that I used to specifically write things in my to-do list that I had already done. Just take it off yeah. to feel like I'd accomplished something. So instead of like like procrastinating for the big task, I'm like, number one, write to-do list. I used list. to, I used <laughs> to um, basically have like a, a text document that I opened up. I used, Google, I used to use Google Keeps and I would have a task list that I would have to do for the day um, in there. But what I didn't like about that is... Um, like if something happened throughout the day and I had a calendar, I'd have to like match my task list with my calendar. So what I ended up doing that worked really well for me is that I live and die by my calendar. So my calendar is literally filled with, I mean, even if it's a task, I put my task in the calendar and the time that I'm going to do it in that day so that I know I can accomplish it in a certain period of time. So if it's writing a new presentation or getting my lift in, I know that I have to get it done in a certain time. Like I mentioned to you yesterday when in the text messages, um, that, you know, I only had time for legs. I didn't have time to get my chest, um, done because again, my calendar is, you, to go to my um, you know, my, my calendar is what I live and die by. So if it's not in my calendar, it's not getting done that day. So if something, unless it's a critical emergency situation that I have to deal with, right. You know, like our podcasts are put on at, at noon every Wednesday, it's always there, but there are times where something urgent comes up where I have to like reschedule my like, cake. Hey, can we go to Friday? But most of the time we're here every Wednesday, same with you you know, knocking out the podcast every single time because it's in the calendar. So if it's not in the calendar, not getting done. And uh, it was great as Aaron has access to my calendar. Um, all my you know, employees have access to my calendar. Um, so they see my calendar and say, okay, well, here's days available times. If it's not on there, nothing's happening today or this next day or whatever, it's not going to happen today. So it's just, I live by my calendar. It's known that I live by my calendar. And if it's not on my calendar, it's not happening. Yeah, I think that I posted this as well, so you can see it in the background here if you're if you're watching the my 4K weeks thing. I don't know, I didn't send it directly to you, but basically Matt has one of these in the back of his office. Um, and basically what it is is every week that you have been alive has is marked off in black dots, and then it shows you. I think it goes up to 88 years. You can get either 88 or 100 years. I went for 88 because I thought I'm going to live to 100. But basically, you you literally mark the weeks off every week, so it's to sort of show you like. How, number one, how quickly weeks go, but number two, sort of as a reminder of like, look how many weeks, I know not everybody can see because they're not watching, but look how many weeks are going on mine. Do you know what I mean? I'm like, maybe he's still getting shit done. Just as another reminder, because I'll be able to see it, obviously when I'm recording videos, um, to stop fucking procrastinating, yep. just get shit done because like life get is fast. One last thing I got to talk yep. about before we get into our topic of the DEFCON prepared guide uh, to, to how do you survive DEFCON and still eat healthy, live healthy, do your stuff, get things done, um, is I switched to Aura again. So I got my Aura uh, ring on. Yes, you did. And uh, going good so far. I actually um, got the sizing guide coming back because I want to be able to move it to my you know index finger. Um, so I need a little bit of a bigger ring uh, yep. there. So I'm getting that done. But uh, so far, so good. I 
I've, I've come to the fact that even with whoop on, um, you know, my lifting routines aren't really being recorded in the first place because it's not a high heart rate situation. So your strain really isn't fully represented in that either is in aura. Um, so having the ring and not having an extra band on the right side is something that I'm looking at. So we'll see how it goes so far. So good on aura. And, uh, maybe I'll, I'll keep that as a major switch and off of whoop. So last, last update there. Yeah. And that's, that's exactly it. Like I understand people's concerns and there was actually a bit of chat going on about it in the, in the discord. If you're not in the discord, shameless plug, we hack health, find us there. Um, and people are like, oh, you know, I don't want to wear it when I'm lifting it. I don't want to lose a finger. And I'm like, absolutely. Like number one, I don't want to wreck it. Number two, I don't want to lose a finger. Maybe not in that order. I would rather wreck it and not lose a finger. But for me, I don't wear it. I don't give a shit about how many calories I'm burning whenever I'm training. And we all, and you've been involved in this conversation before. Like we often see people either in the client group or in the discord or on Twitter or whatever, complaining that they don't get as much of a strain on whoop whenever they're doing their lift versus if they're doing some sort of cardio. And I think that's because whoops geared towards that. And it's because of your heart rate. Whereas it's your heart rate doesn't elevate to the same point whenever you're lifting. But that doesn't mean you're not putting your body under extreme strain or stress, right? You know, it's just different uh, types, cardiovascular versus, you know, um, uh, resistance training. So very different, you know, type of, of exercise. Yeah. 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 So yeah, that's why I'm, like I said to you, whenever you mentioned it the other day, like I'll drive to the gym, I'll take it off. I'll put it in the little cup holder. I'll go into the gym, I'll train, I'll come back out and I'll put it back on. So the only time I'm not wearing it or don't track it is when I'm in the gym or whenever it's on the charger yep. over there, like once a week. So would highly recommend. Awesome. Well, let's get into the discussion. Which leads us today. into, <laughs> we need a button for that. We make it you of son nice. of a bitch. How's that? That's the one I got. So yeah, <laughs> perfect. Absolutely perfect. Right. So what we wanted to talk today specifically about is conference survival guide, or even more specifically DEFCON, because the amount of times that I've spoken about it coming up recently has been insane. Obviously, given the general audience, the general people that I work with, the majority of them are going um, and some sort of like survival guide for conferences in general and specifically DEFCON. Now, I have never been Dude, to Las we get, Vegas. We're going to have to change that eventually. And I have never been. Yeah. I mean, I feel like I'll go to Death right. next year. I can't not go at this point. Um, I have never been, believe it or not, to a hacking conference. So it's an experience. What we're going to do is, Dave obviously has, <laughs> yes, I can imagine. Um, Dave obviously has 15, been to many. 17 and years we'll know the general of struggles. going to Vegas. Dear God. Every time I go there I, and I smell Vegas, nice. I'm like, oh, there's 17 years of being hammered here, you know? <laughs> <laughs> so you'll know the struggles, like what people are going for, uh, but also now, because yeah. you're in a different sort of mindset, you'll know what we're going to do. So we're just going to have a conversation about how to sort of manage it. Um, yeah. Yeah. I'm excited. You know, I, um, I'd gone last year uh, to Vegas and obviously we, we had done this, you know, been on this health kit for, for longer than that. And um, so I learned a lot of things out there, learned a lot of things as I've traveled. And, you know, what we're talking about here, and if you're not um, in the security industry and, you know, you're what, what's Black Hat and DEF CON, it's just a, a massive hacker conference in Vegas. Uh, happens to be during the hottest times in Vegas. So it's like the worst times ever. So it's like 110, 120 degrees outside. And, you know, you're roasting basically, but you're not really going outside much. You're not getting much vitamin D. Um, and, you know, it's a environment that is much more of a, I think a party is the best way of explaining it. Parties going on all the time. A lot of people, you know, um, partaking in alcohol and things. Um, so it's a, it's a kind of a, a shit show from, 
<laughs> partaking in alcohol. It's a very, very... In alcohol, right? I've been, I've been to occasions <laughs> like that, but maybe not specifically yeah. to conferences. So, um, you know, the healthy part of it is, is the tough part, right? So, you know, for me, when I um, am going out there, I plan my times accordingly. So, you know, my, my current routine, you know, I look at my current routine, I say, how do I apply my current routine or something very similar to that uh, when I'm going out into Vegas and to accommodate it that way? So first things first, um, I look at, hey, I'm doing hit training twice a week via Orange Theory. Are there Orange Theories out there? Yes, there is. Cool. All right, I'm going to book certain days. I'm going to go there based on my schedule for that week to make sure I still get two um, days of Orange Theory in when I'm over there. Got it. All set. Um, second thing I do is I look at, hey, I like more of the meathead type gyms. So can I find a gym that's comparable or is, does my gym that's at my hotel room suffice to, and a lot of the gyms at, 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 uh, at like, you know, Caesars, wherever, wherever you're going to be are phenomenal gyms. They have great gyms there for, for what you're going to do. Um, so, you know, I, I, um, there's a place in Vegas that I really enjoy called smash fitness. Um, it's off the strip about 15 minutes or so. And, um, you know, when I was there, I was just literally in Vegas a couple of weeks ago with my wife, uh, for, for summer league for the NBA. And, um, you know, uh, I, I look even made it in my, my schedule there to where I woke up at, you know, six o'clock in the morning, uh, went to the gym and got back in the shower before my wife had even woken up. Um, so that's, that's big. I tell you, I, so like actually this is really, I want to discuss this too. Um, I'm changing on that quite a bit. Um, and, and I, there's a reason for it. Um, <laughs> one of my buddies that I haven't seen for, for 17 years, 18 years, uh, from the Marines, um, he's kind of stationed here for six months doing uh, work. And um, so, and he, he used to be into lifting. He's not anymore. And he wants to get back into it. So he's coming over every Tuesday, Thursday, and Saturday, but he's got to be done by eight o'clock, which means that we're lifting at six thirty, seven o'clock in the morning every time. And, you know, for me, I, I'd love to live with my buddy. I, I haven't got to see him in 17, 18 years. And this is a guy I went to war with, you know, one of my best friends, we were roommates. Uh, we hung out all the time, you know, just a solid friend, but we, you know, you, you drift over time, you know, when someone's living in a different location. So I really haven't talked too much, but it's funny. Cause like guys, you cannot talk to somebody for like 10 years. And then you talk, you're like, like nothing ever skipped a beat. It's like, like you, and you have nothing to say after like five minutes, like, like, oh yeah, I'm married. I got three kids, blah, blah, blah. And we're caught up. We're good. And we're back to normal. Like we were just seeing each other again, you know, you know yeah. 10 years ago. Um, but, uh, you know, but it's been good because, you know, he's got to get up super early in the morning and I become more accustomed to going to bed earlier and waking up earlier. So I'm enjoying actually waking up earlier nowadays. So my, I'm, I'm changing slightly a little bit on my habits. Yeah. Yeah. Things are changing. But, um, Things are changing. So he's coming over. He, you guys are training. Oh, my God, so much fun. Free, Dude, like, honestly, if I wasn't in security, yeah. Oh, <laughs> my God, it's so much fun. For so long, like, like, he's like, like, I'm yeah. sick on my stomach. I'm like, yeah, you still got, like, three more sets to go, dude. Like, we're not stopping right now. I'm like, you better keep going. I'm like, I'm, I'm going to call you a bitch, you know? Like, you know, just, you know, so, you know, so he keeps going. And so, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. yeah. I have a question. Whenever he was in the gym. Did he mention the fact that there's a, a call? You know, he hasn't actually mentioned that before. That's so funny. It's just... sitting right there too. He never, he's never <laughs> asked about it. I've never brought it up. I'm just going to let it keep going. I'll keep moving it to different locations and see if he notices. And then maybe I'll put like uh, the Thor hair on it at one day and see if he just get, make it more weird and weirder and weirder and see if he ever says anything. Um, but, uh, but I've been enjoying getting up. But the, here's the thing with, with that though. So like my workout routines are, um, you know, Monday, Tuesday, Monday, Tuesday, uh, Wednesday's a rest day, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. So I'm lifting five days a week. So I need to figure out how am I going to get five days a week also in Vegas? 
Um, so I'll, what I usually do is I'll look at my calendar for that week and I'll block off days that I can go and get those five days, even though if it's not the same days, like maybe it's a Sunday I'm lifting versus, you know, a Wednesday if I'm training or something like that. So, um, I really try to keep the same type of schedule so that I'm still in my routine. Now, if it's vacation, maybe it's a little bit different where I'm not doing as much. Maybe I only go and lift four days a week or three days a week. Um, but you know, in this specific case, I really try if it's, especially for like a work type of event, I try to stay within my same routine and don't allow work to dictate the changes in my schedule. Uh, also plan, you know, I'm, I'm, a TR, I'm on TRT, so testosterone replacement therapy. I get all my injections kind of prepped ahead of time. If you're on TRT, um, I've never had any issues bringing, um, you know, any of that stuff. You know, obviously it's doctor prescribed, so there's no issue there. But um, I usually put it in my, my check-in bag. I've heard a lot of folks put it in their carry-on. I've never had issues with it. I just don't know the rules around needles inside of your bag that you're doing to, to carry on. Um, but I bring those with me. I bring all my multivitamins. I have them broken up based on days, so Monday through Friday or Monday through Sunday, I am all basically broken out each day of the supplements that I need to take both morning and night. Um, and then from there, you know, I just uh, plan my days, plan my routines. Uh, and then, um, you know, usually what I'll do when I get there, instead of having to bring like a, a shit ton of protein and things like that, I'll just go hit a local GNC store, go get the protein and pre-workout um, at that, that location and then bring it back so that I don't have to worry about carrying all that stuff on and taking up room and all that good stuff. But that's really my, my plan is I try to keep the exact same consistency uh, while I'm out there. And then when I'm eating, you know, again, when you're going out to a restaurant, you can eat super healthy. You can eat super unhealthy. Um, there's salads available. There's steaks available. You know, there's ways to eat whole foods, just stick to whole food consumption instead of dealing with like pastas and burgers and stuff like that. Try to stick to whole foods as you're going out to these restaurants and eat, you know, fairly, fairly decent. Yeah, I think, I mean, if, if, if we take it right back and think about the generalization, and I'm not saying for everybody, but we spoke about this before of the cybersecurity industry being a naturally unhealthy industry and almost like, you know, it's almost like a dick measuring contest yeah. to see who can be the most unhealthy person. And I imagine this is like a condensed, magnified, everybody's together version of that. So it is lots of alcohol, lots of eating out and all this sort of shit. So I can imagine one of the big struggles is, you know, if, if I'm going and I'm on this different journey to everybody else, being able to be involved in that and still be able to sort of stay in line with, with what I'm doing is probably going to be a big issue as well. So like if you're, you know, everybody's out and getting fucked up and having pizza and staying up late and getting up early and whatever they need to do, how do you sort of manage and what do you sort of think the best way to tackle that? Yeah, is I think, um, the way that I look at like the, the unhealthy aspect of things. So like when you go to Vegas, I mean, you're expected to be partying every night. There's parties literally every single night, like Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. That's, I mean, yeah. that's, that's what my, that's my view on it. Like, I don't imagine you go for like a, a healthy <laughs> retreat, a wellness, well, I imagine and, like wellness. And then on top of that, like you're, you're super busy. Right? So let's just say you're actually going to Black Cat, which is predominantly more training. They do have, you know, sessions and, you know, uh, speaking sessions and things like that as well for, for two days. Um, and then you have DEF CON, which is really the, uh, I think it's like Thursday a little bit. And then Friday, Saturday, Sunday, the most of the days, Saturday, Sunday being the two prominent. Um, but, uh, uh, you know, those days are typically filled jam packed of talks and networking and, and, you know, different villages and things like that. So you're always continuously on the move and busy, um, as you're going through all this. And then at night, you know, your events are, are the craziness. So, you know, if, if, if your plan is to go to the conference, okay, and let's just say you're going there earlier in the morning, like nine, 10 o'clock, and then you're, you know, maybe break out just a little bit early before all the parties, like four o'clock, go get your lift in. 
Um, and then from there, go party the rest of the night. Get a, get a disco pump. Get so, a disco pump. So, so the disco, disco pump, pump, just if, if you haven't listened yeah. to all the podcasts, because Ben sends me, it's like, hey, I'm going to go get a disco pump before I go out uh, tonight. I'm like, what the, what the hell is a disco pump? And uh, he's like, it's basically where you lift your lift your upper body so you look bigger. You know, you get that pump going, and you look bigger as you go out in the club. I mean, I'm like, that is the best idea I've ever heard in my entire life. So I do a disco pump every time I'm going out with Aaron. Um, but uh, but get, get, a, get a good workout in before you start hitting all the parties and everything else. You're going to feel refreshed. You're going to feel better. And then after that, you know, you, you go out and party. Um, and then, you know, the next day, you know, you're, you're, you're hungover or whatever is all great. Go to, go to the conference, maybe 11 o'clock or 12 o'clock again, go hit the gym again, you know, after you're done with that and then go out and party again. So you can still do, um, you know, the events and activities, but again, spend time for yourself, plan time for yourself to, to get in your cardio or your lifting, uh, to do what you can so that you can still be part of the social events and the fun that that is all Vegas, but also keeping the same, you know, type of mindset around, um, how you do your activities. Yeah. I think the, the thing is it, it just comes down to being prepared. Do you know what I mean? Like thinking ahead and it's not just turning up and being like, Oh shit, I haven't thought about any of this stuff. And I think one thing that I used to fall into the trap of like, as soon as I went to a different city or as soon as I stepped off a plane, it was just as if everything should be different. Like, like, you know, I eat like an ass, like even the last time I was in London, I actually really struggled to eat healthy because I only know how to eat like an yeah. asshole whenever I'm in London because I'm like, that's what I do when I get yeah. there. Like, you know, I can get burgers and do whatever. And it's like, how do I sort of reframe it? It's just like changing your mindset to it. And it is just about looking at your time, as you said, and you know, whether you're there for the entire week or whether you're for a couple of days, like zooming out on things and changing things around that potentially you get all your lifts in before you go and you do it sort of on a two week period before and after or whatever. Um, or looking at where the gyms are, like, are you going to book a hotel that has a decent gym or fitness center, as they're known, um, or where the local gyms are, like I said, and then, like I said, supplements, bringing them with you, you know, just plan your time. And I think, you know, I get that it's a social thing, it's a networking thing, but it doesn't mean you need to go and get fucked up. And I realize that that's a big ask to go to a situation yeah. like that that's a party and not get fucked up. But, you know, it depends what your goals are and what you're trying to achieve. And if that's more important to you, you than know what I've, what I've also kind of then. done a bit on the drinking front, just to kind of pace myself is that I'll bank like some calories, like let's just say five or 600 calories. And, um, what I'll do, it is. I mean, easier for you when your calories are like <laughs> three thousand. Oh no, I'm not going to eat, you know, a bunch of shit today. And then, okay. Anyways. Um, but, uh, uh, what I'll do is I'll bake some calories, like 600 calories or 700 calories or so. And I'll just stick to kind of like hard seltzers or like light beers or things like that. So that, you know, I'm not totally tanked by the end of the night. Um, I, first of all, I don't honestly even like getting drunk to be perfectly honest with you. It's, you know, back in the Marine days and early DEF CON days and stuff like that, you know, that was, I guess, fun and exciting, but I just don't like the feeling. I don't like the feeling the next day. So, you know, if I'm socially drinking, you know, I'll just, I'll sit there with a the hard seltzer and I'll just, you know, drink those, you know, you know, span it over four or five hours where I'm having five seltzers. So maybe one per hour, you know, that's no big deal. Um, you know, you're going to feel fine the next day. You're not going to have any major issues. You can, you know, hit the ground running and you can still be socially fun and have a good time. And, you know, and alcohol still does release that, you know, barrier of you being more socially accepted, uh, you know, so less social awkward, I guess, or more relaxed, I guess is the best way of doing it socially. Um, so, you know, it's still all those, those, those perks. You're just not smashed and hammered and feeling like crap the, the next day. So it's just pacing yourself and, you know, being responsible with it all, man, look at me. I sound like an adult. It's actually, yeah, you really I can think. assure you that's not the case. Um, but. It's actually <laughs> funny you mentioned that. <laughs> no, I, I know. Um, 
the, yeah, it's funny you mentioned the alcohol thing because I've had this conversation a couple of times, like with Matt and a couple of other people, like, you know, I've obviously done it before when I'm younger, like I've lived that life and it's fine, but I'm not against it at the minute. Like I'm not like, if you went out and like, do you want to grab a beer and have a drink? I'm like, yeah, all day long. But I know the implications I have on the next day or the coming days after that. And I know I'm a lot like sharper and more focused, obviously if I don't drink. Um, and to me, it's not always worth it. Some situations, yeah, I'll drink to be social and enjoy. Like I'm not, you know, nobody can drink and whatever else. But it's funny that you mentioned because my dad texted me today actually about, um, I have it here. Oh, yeah. Alpha Brain, the Onnit stuff. And he was like, well, uh, you know, what do you think? And I was like, well, number one, I take that many different things. I'm not entirely sure that I could recommend that that one specific thing makes any word of improvement. I was like, what are you trying to achieve? And he, uh, he was like, I need to be more focused. Now, for anybody who's listening, my dad owns a bar and lives in that culture and drinks quite regularly. I was like, just stop drinking then. And he just <laughs> took back saying, you're a fucking idiot. I was like, I mean, that's that's the solution. Like, don't drink as much and you will have a clear mind. You'll be more focused. Obviously, he's joking. He doesn't think I'm an idiot. But, you know, the, the idea of being able to pull back on the middle alcohol you drink to have a clear mind. Like, you know, if I go, whenever I'm there with you, in September, I know that yeah. we're going to consume alcohol, no doubt. Ar- Irish car bombs. So I know I'm going to be a bit foggy for a couple of days. Yes, I'm going to be a bit foggy for a couple of days, but I accept that. But I'm not afterwards being like, oh, I need to be able to be more focused. What the fuck's going on? And like, I've been a pisshead for a couple of days. That's probably what's going on. Um, but I know the rest of the time that, that I, don't, I don't drink just for the sake of drinking. You know, it needs to be an event or I am somewhere or whatever. Um, so yes, decide what you want to do in terms of drinking. The other thing is, I guess we need to talk about food because um, it's probably people's main struggle. And this is travel across the board. And obviously, you've done a, a travel, how to manage travel podcast before. But I think, again, it just comes down to a bit of forward thinking. I was talking to um, Lou earlier on, and he was like, you know, what's your recommendation on that? And my, always my go-to when it comes to managing food when you're away is try and Number one, recognize it's not going to be perfect. So don't be beating yourself up about it being perfect because it never is going to be. Number two, try and prioritize or front load your protein early on in the day so that you're not trying to chase it at the end of the day. Um, I find that breakfast is the, especially if you're like in a hotel setting, like breakfast is the easiest meal to get your protein, like to get your protein in because you can just eat pretty much just protein for breakfast. Um, and then it means that like, you're not worried about it or concerned about it later on in the day. Um, and we know that if you go into, like my, my question in the group about the Chinese food the other night, so don't be afraid to order slightly differently off the menu or don't be afraid to like not, you don't, you don't need to accept that the menu needs to be that way. You can sort of try yeah. and manipulate it as best possible for you. So the story about the Chinese food is it was a family birthday and everybody's getting Chinese food. And like, I mean, I do not have the calories for eating Chinese food right now. Let's put it like that. But I also didn't want to either turn up and not eat while everybody else is eating or turn up with my own food. And I was like, how can I manage this? So basically what I did was number one, bank calories. And number two, just ordered from the Chinese. I got, and I don't mean like a Chinese restaurant eating out. I'm talking about like a hole in the wall. So the best Chinese restaurant. I was like, I just want, yeah, it is the best. Like it is absolutely outstanding, but I had to be sensible. So I just got a chicken chow mein and I asked them to cook it with no oil or no fat. So they just like steamed the noodles and water. So it was literally just chicken. I got extra chicken as well. It was, it was literally just chicken and noodles. And I mean, I banked like a thousand calories for it and I woke up and I was no heavier. So 
it did the job. I was able to be social. I just ordered slightly differently off the menu and was that sort of picky person. So you can do that whenever you're in restaurants too. Again, it comes down to looking at the menu beforehand, making the choice of where you're going to go, understand the locations that are close to you, understanding that you can order double protein source and not have like have the sauce in the side, like just break it down. Yeah, I do that. I do that all the time, especially for Chinese. Um, like a lot of times, I'll just say, "Hey, I just want some right rice or they have brown rice available, even better." Um, and then just throw you know extra chicken on top of that, and you know broccoli, vegetables, and then put the sauce on the side, so I can kind of control the amount of sauce they're putting on there. So it's just literally chicken, broccoli. You know, and rice, that's yeah. perfect. That's like my, the most amazing meal ever, you know? So throw some garlic on there, you're all set. Yeah, it's like literally my favorite meal. So, <laughs> my favorite um, meal. <laughs> yeah, definitely ways that you can be, you know, conscious that way. And a lot of times, if you have, you know, two sides, um, you know, at a, a restaurant they're going to, so a lot of times I'll order like a steak and then you have two sides that come available. I'll order like asparagus and then doubled up maybe with like broccoli or something like that. So I'm staying away from like all the crazy starches and stuff like that. You know, if they have sweet potatoes, that's great. But, well, number two, number one, if you're if you're in a steak yeah. restaurant, you're definitely getting surf and turf, so you have shrimp along with or prawns yeah. along Absolutely. with your steaks. So you get yep. more protein. So like different ways you can just again try to get your protein intake. Also, you know, don't be hesitant to supplement with protein shakes. You know, go get those. Uh, you know, most of the stores carry um, you know Fairlife protein shakes in Vegas. Uh, not usually not the forty two gram ones. I don't usually see those as much, but the twenty six grams ones they'll do. So you know, pop one of those in. <laughs> you don't see them because you, you it's like the first them thing I look for them all from the entire you have them all it's the first thing I nobody look for, can yeah. find them. <laughs> nobody can find them and um, the other thing the other thing and again correct me on this you know the majority of people I've been speaking to you is like you're quite yep. active at these things so you're going to do a lot of steps do you know what I mean so remember that as well do you know what I mean you're probably going to be over your your usual output I mean if you're a person who sits at a desk all day in work and then you spend all day walking about a massive conference, you're going to be infinitely more, yeah. you're going to have infinitely more steps yep, and more input. Sure. So take that. Into yeah. So that's kind of the, the DEF CON preparedness guide. Um, you know, again, be mindful of, you know, what you're eating, the times that you're going to bed and sleep and rest. I mean, granted, you're probably not going to get as much sleep. So cool. That's, that's fine. You're going to shave some, some sleep off, but at the same time, getting your training in, uh, making sure you plan appropriately for, you know, the, the vitamins that you might be using multivitamins, um, you know, screw the, the, the vitamin guy. Um, and, uh, all of the other things that are in there, you know, your protein, making sure, you, you know, again, out of all this, you're maintaining your protein goals is probably one of the most important things you could do. So you don't lose anything that week and go back a week. But at the same time, again, you know, try to make do with what you can, you know, try to get your training in when you can make prioritization for yourself. And then after that, you know, everything else is, is all good. So. Yeah, I think, you know, another side to this is, if you want to go and just get fucked up and not give a shit about your health and fitness goals for a week, then by all means, we're not telling you you need to live this way. Do you know what I mean? If you want to go and get fucked up yeah. and have a blowout because you don't go away that often and that's what you want to do, then yeah, don't feel like, absolutely. well, listen to Ben and Dave and he says I have to get up and go for a run yeah. here at fucking five o'clock in the morning. Just go and get fucked up, do whatever you want. But these are just sort of guidelines in terms of if you want to try and stay on track, which I know. Yeah, and, and that's the thing. Like, if if it's just going to be a week where you're just going to take it off and go, go, you know, have a good time, absolutely go for it. Just make sure you hit the ground running even harder when you come back, right? You know, it's, just, it's that consistency, that discipline that Ben had mentioned. Good. Um, that makes it a big difference for you as you start to come back off of this, right? Don't get into the same cyclical effects of like, oh, well, it was just one week. I'll just do one more week off just to kind of chill. And then it becomes three weeks. If it was four weeks and then you're back in the same situation. Yeah, what I do? what I yeah, do? Six right? So, later, so yeah. you know, if you're going to do it, you know, trust yourself that you're going to get back into it uh, and go from there. But otherwise, you know, hit it hard. Can't keep that consistency going. Uh, and, and, you know, make it all, you know, uh, as best as you can during that period of time. 
the one thing I want to hit on, uh, the last thing I want to hit on yeah. as part of this is. I, now I'm nervous because the last time, last week you said this time we started talking about spray tans and I, that was a curveball. Well, like, there is a new study that like, came out. This one was actually uh, very particularly interesting to me because I thought it was the exact opposite um, from everything I was taught. Um, I was always taught that naps were good for you um, and that, you know, taking quick naps throughout the day uh, was a good thing. And even like if you listen to Huberman, Huberman said, you know, science wise, you know, taking a 20, 30 minute nap, no issue with that at all. If you start getting a little bit more into that. Um, that may be a little bit of an issue, but there was a new study that just just came out uh, literally about a week ago, and uh, I'm just going to yawn right in the middle of this. Oh my gosh, that yawn just came out. Wasn't that stopping? Um, talking about naps. Talking about naps. I got to take a nap. Um, Maybe you need a nap to make her. What's a have nappuccino? You ever, before we get in, have you ever done a nappuccino? So you have a coffee, and then you take a 20 minute nap. So the idea is you are refreshed. You're refreshed from the nap, and just by the time that the caffeine starts, interesting. Not to well, try that. Yeah, so you're like not a bad good idea. to go. Nappuccino. All right, learning to like, got got, uh, got the disco pumps and nappuccinos now, first. so we're good. <laughs> 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 what a way to live your life! Disco um, pumps and nappuccinos. Right, so <laughs> <laughs> spray tans and blonde. Things are like, different, like, man. Things have gone way different. Things are for the worst. All right, so this is a study. Yeah, yeah. So this is, uh, well, the, the, the news anyway, article is from anyway. Medical News Today, but the study is referenced here. Um, and, and there was basically two studies that have always been referenced before, but they weren't long-term large studies that took a look at how naps impact your health. Um, so there's a study in 2017 that, that found that daytime napping may be associated with higher risk of hypertension. But then in the 2019 study said that found that daytime napping may be protective against hypertension. So one study basically saying it's bad for you, one study saying it's basically good for you. Well, this latest study that just came out this year um, basically observed over 500,000 participants aging uh, age range between 40 and 69 um, in the United Kingdom. And um, ultimately, they whittled the number down to 358,000 participants. And then uh, among those participants, 50,507 had hypertension, 4,333 had strokes with a median follow-up of 11.6 years. Um, and here's the most interesting part. So, you know, there's a lot of risk factors here. So people living, you know, sedentary lifestyles, not being healthy in their lives. So some of these can obviously equate to higher risk numbers, but after the adjusted, for, uh, after the researchers adjusted for risk factors, they found that individuals who sometimes napped increased the risk of hypertension by 7%, the risk of stroke by 12% and the risk of ischemic stroke, the most common type of stroke caused by blood clotting um, was uh, by 9% compared to individuals who never nap. The study found individuals who usually napped, usually napped um, more often, increased their risk of hypertension by 12%, risk of stroke by 24%, and the risk of ischemic stroke by 20% compared to individuals who never nap. Um, so I was like, uh oh, that doesn't sound great. So um... that's actually because like, whenever you're saying about those who sometimes nap i was like is it the fact that it's sometimes or is it the fact that it's, it's one that cons consistently nap consistently actually worse. worse yes and and um so what they're saying is okay. you know interesting the the body of research of napping suggests to dr wayne that the middle-aged people a daily nap of 15 to 30 minutes might be the best and was not associated with the risk of uh cardiometabolic disease so basically if you're taking short naps uh and you're in middle aged, not bad for you uh, is, is apparently what, what it's saying. So short naps, 15, 30 minutes, you're taking an hour, two hours, three hour naps. That's not great for you during, during the day. Yeah. I can only do that's like 20, a, two, 20, two to 30 minutes like maximum. And then I'm done. I know I'm up. 
But um, basically, yeah. keep an eye on your naps, how often you're napping uh, can definitely lead Not to potential cardiovascular health issues, which I thought was like, you know, like everybody always says naps are great. But, you know, I also think, you know, what this is also demonstrating is showing is that you don't want to, you know, uh, have bad sleep patterns. We're not getting good sleep at night, which is one of the most important aspects of your overall health. And then basically trying to make up with that by doing naps throughout the day. That doesn't, that doesn't work or equate that way. So get good sleep at night. And then, you know, if you need a nap, like I, I find that taking a nap around one o'clock for 20 minutes, you know, is not a bad thing. So, you know, even in my office, I'll just take a quick, quick, you know, 20 minute crash nap, get back up, feel rejuvenated. Great. Uh, ready to hit the ground running again. So it doesn't, it's not every day. Um, but something to consider as you're going through and doing this. Don't take long naps. It's, a, it's actually interesting. Like if you think a bit deeper, like you said, you know, is it then a case of it's actually they don't yeah. get good quality sleep whenever they're actually having their night sleep, and maybe that is is ultimately part of the problem. Because I do have a client um, who always sort of napped, and like I was like, that's fine. Like he will do some work, have a nap, and then get up and train. And in the probably the past couple of months he sort of made the decision to actually prioritize his night's sleep and not have a nap and he much prefers it because you know the day runs a lot smoother he's getting up early he can manage everything and he says like you know there's no need for the nap because yeah. he's prioritizing his actual night's sleep so i think if you if you work on that piece first now i get that not everybody's schedule can accommodate for getting the good night's sleep or whatever like if you work shift patterns or work nights or different types of patterns and whatever so if you do you need to you know, manage it that way then that's absolutely fine but if you can prioritize getting a decent night's sleep or at least setting those boundaries in and this is something that, that i've sort of been trying to get across to you guys recently is it's not about beating yourself up you know that i need to go to bed by 10 o'clock because i'm going to be up at six o'clock and i need to get my eight hours because i sometimes find if you do that and you get into bed and you're like oh i'm not sleeping then it makes the whole thing worse whereas what I've tried to do myself is give myself that this is the window that I have allocated for sleep. Yep. It's from this time to this time. I know that that's available for me to sleep, but I know tonight, for example, because we have our group call and it finishes nine o'clock. Yeah, don't go straight to bed. Yeah. It's not like I can't go straight to bed. Like I need to do something to sort of unwind. Yeah. So I know that tonight I tend to stay up slightly later and I'll still obviously want to go at the same time, but it's knowing that that's okay. and not beat myself up. Like, as soon as I head off the call, I need to go up and get into bed. Like it's about knowing. Yep. I have that and I think uh, the last thing I'll mention on this one and then we wrap up the, the podcast, but uh, the last thing I said, um, the conclusion from the authors of the study said excessive daytime sleepiness and taking longer naps were associated with increased risk of type two diabetes and everything else that we just mentioned uh, with short naps, not increasing the risk. So again, Short naps, not bad. Long naps, not good for you. So, you know, keep that in mind as you're going through and taking long naps. Right. That's basically the- Short naps, not bad. Long naps, not good. That's it. <laughs> that's, the, that's the sound bite. That's all everybody needs to know. That's right. <laughs> you made it this far. You listened to us for 55 minutes and that's all you need. I'm going to go take a short nap right now. Short naps, Just not kidding. bad. Clock, long naps, not good. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not. I, uh, I just finished this one and I can learn to take a nap right uh, now. Things. Nappuccino. Nappuccino time. That's All right. Well, hey, everybody, enjoy your time. Yeah. It is yep. my, yep. my birthday. Anyway, I am. Be your yes. birthday? You're going to be a year It'll older be 40. when this comes I'm, out? No worries. Well, I, older, let's keep it going. I, I don't feel, see any signs of slowness right now. I'm only getting stronger. So let's, let's, let's tackle this age thing together. <laughs> 
Let's yeah, do it. I'm, I'm in Fort Lauderdale. All right, everybody. Hey, thanks for listening to us. Uh, hey, again, recommend us if, you, if you're liking what we're talking about. Uh, you know, we do this for fun uh, to help others. So the more that the, we get this uh, this information out there to help other people, that's that's great for us. So and check us out on uh, We Hack Health on Twitter, Discord, social media, everything else. Uh, we Hack That Health is our website. Um, you know, thanks again for tuning in uh, for this week, and we'll catch you again next week. Later. Good. 